Hallelujah. And I just lift your voice out of your own temple. You are the temple of the living God. Let praises come forth. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Father. We glorify your holy name. There is no other God like you. There is no other God but you, Lord. We praise you. We magnify you. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We praise you and magnify you. You are the God of heaven and earth, the creator of all that is. You are our Father, which art in heaven. There is no other God beside you. Oh, we love you, Lord. We glorify you. We praise you and we magnify you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We magnify you. Paul said, I will sing with the understanding and I will sing with the Spirit. Let your spirit sing out for a while. Shondala la coyanda la branco marare ando. Mandala la coyanda la coyanda la brecama. Shondala la, I hear a voice of victory. Shondala la coyanda rianda la brecomarandere coy. Shandala la coriandora lebre comarandorore. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Shandala beke andara la brandere bianche. Hai andora la brare andota lebre comariandare. I love you, Lord, and I praise you and I magnify you. I sing with the Spirit and I sing with the understanding, my God. My King, my Lord, my Father, Chore andorolore andere le kai kai andara lebre comarande, hai andorolore andete di kai ande, halalore ando, monde la la kai andere ande, ore ando sterebre comarande. You got the devil running now. You got the devil running now. Did you hear me? You got the devil running now. He can't stand in front of that. He can't stand for any of that. Without shame, I lift my voice to you, O God. I sing with the Spirit. I sing with the understanding. I love you, Lord, and I praise you, my King and my God. I love you. Out of my belly flows rivers of living water by your Spirit, O God. I love you, Lord. I worship you. I glorify you. I praise you, my King and my God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, that's a good start, glory to God. Now say this with me. I was born for such a time as this. I have been trained for such a time as this. I am a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And I have been trained to endure hardness. And to not run when the devil goes boo. I go boo back. You run, devil. Because I am going to stand. And when I've done all, I'm going to stand. And I'm going to stand. And you're going to run. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. There's a fire in my belly today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is not a time to concede. Did you hear what the Lord said? Stand fast, my children. Stand fast, my warriors.
Do not change your confession. Do not concede. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Say it again. I'm a good soldier. I, when my commander says, charge the hill, I salute smartly, and I charge the hill. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Having church now, that's right. I didn't come to play. I'm tired of playing church, to be honest with you. I've got some things that all I want to do is run. I feel like running. Because we win. I've read the end of the book. I know how it ends. We win. We win. I don't care what the devil says. I don't tend on settling down either. Now, just so you know, most of you already know this. That's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3. Now, just in case. Thou, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Now, what you've got to remember, Paul wrote this. This is the last letter he's writing to his protege, Timothy. Paul, at this point, knows he's about to be executed. This is the, this is why he says, God's not given us a spirit of fear. What do you think would come on Timothy? They're going to execute my mentor. Who do you think they're coming after next? I've not, God's not given you a spirit of fear. Don't you let fear come on you. You be a good soldier, Timothy. You endure hardness. Amen. Amen. The other one I have, hang on here. If you want to look it up later or look it up now, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8. These are the only two, only scriptures I have for today. And then I know, I know part of what's going to happen. See, I never was a soldier. I tried, they tried to, uh, I, I thought I was going to be. I got my, what do they call that? Your, uh, 4F. yeah, well, I turned out to be 4F, but I got the letter. I didn't know I was going to be 4F. And so I went to Oklahoma City, got my draft notice, and right during the, you know, Vietnam War's raging. And I fully expect to go, you know, and I get down there and, and dear Lord, I've done concrete work and everything my whole life. I figure I'm going, you know, pretty good shape. So they run through all the tests and, and everything's going good. And I'm going, Vietnam, here I come. <laughs> right near the end of it, they give you some questions, you know. They say, have you ever had asthma? I said, well, yeah. Have you ever been hospitalized for it? I said, twice. He said, can you prove that? And I said, I imagine I can. We just contact the hospital. For if. <laughs> I had no idea. So I, wa- I, d- I never was in the service. Let me tell you something. I was raised by a soldier. O.R. Carpenter was a soldier. He spent four years in Germany. My mom and dad got married because dad tried to enlist and they turned him down. So they said, well, might as well get married. Three months later, they, cha- they lowered the standards because my dad had back problems. They lowered the standard and they took my dad. So married three and a half months, I think it was. And then mom didn't see him for four years. Germany. Germany. Okay. And I want to say it again. My dad was in Germany. But he never got mixed up. See, he was in Germany, but he never became part of Germany. Do you understand we are in the world? But we are not part of the world. Do you understand we are in a warfare? 
We are in a warfare. And I'm telling you right now, it is unto death. And that's why he's having me turn, have you turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8. Paul says, We would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure. Now get this. Above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. Oh, that's scary. You think he's kidding? You remember at Lystra? What'd they do to Paul? They stoned him. And that's back when people knew how to stone. I mean, that was a, you know, a fairly common method of execution. They knew how to do it. And I think they knew when somebody was dead. Now, it doesn't really say that Paul died, but they quit stoning him, which makes me think they thought he was dead. And for all we know, he might have been. But all I know is the apostles, I mean, the rest of them gathered around him and prayed. God raised him up. And then Paul ran like a scalded dog. Oh, no? No? I'm not through with my message. Let's go back in there and preach some more. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, see, that's what he... Whether it was Lystra or another time in Ephesus, you know, they, it got real scary, too. They shouted for two hours, you know, great is our art, the god Athena, or uh, Diana. Great is the goddess Diana. So it got real scary there too. I don't know which one he's referring to, but whatever it was, more than once, Paul says, you know, we despaired even of life. In other words, I, I thought this was it. When you despair of life means I'm not going to survive this. But look at verse 9. Now you talk about a good soldier. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Now, let's stop for a moment. I really did some research on that word, sentence. The real meaning is answer. The modern day, the best I've understood it, this, this modern day uh, translation or visualization. Visualization. <laughs> y'all don't care if I just preach in tongues, right? I, okay. y'all, can, y'all can interpret, right? Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, the, the image here, the modern day image, would be like my dad in World War II. And let's say they conquered a, a, a hill. Okay, they've conquered a hill. And there's a group of them, maybe a platoon, 12, I don't know, some, you know, there's a few there. But now the enemy is coming and attacking back. And so they radio back to headquarters. They, they radio back. If we stay here, it's certain death. Do you want us to retreat, retreat and live? Or do you want us to stay and die? And the answer, the sentence that we receive back, the answer we receive, stay and die. Now that's what that means. We had, in other words, don't retreat even if it's to death. Why? What Paul said, the question is, why would God do that? Well, he tells you in the same verse. That we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raises the dead. Glory, 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 glory. Glory to God. Don't you get mixed up. 
This, is, this uh, warfare we're in is not with flesh and blood. Okay, it's not with uh, the red or the blue. It's not with parties. It's not with people. I don't care how much it looks like it. Our warfare is not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers and r- the rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in the heavenlies. There's a spiritual attack on this nation trying to turn it back from the path of God to take it over into socialism and communism. That is the spiritual attack. And don't forget it. Don't forget it. This war, and it's a light and darkness. It's salvation or eternity in hell. That is the warfare. And we're in that war, like it or not, baby. <laughs> you're in it. I don't care if you're a soldier in Germany. I don't want to be in this war. You're in it anyway. That's right. Now again, what does a good soldier do? What does a good soldier do? I'm not a commander, I'm a soldier. He didn't say be a good commander, he said be a good soldier. What does a good soldier do? He obeys orders. When the commander says, you charge the hill, bless God, you charge the hill. But it looks like I'm going to die. Charge the hill. And you salute smartly. And you charge the hill. If you take the hill and then it looks like, if we stay here, we're going to die. What are we... Ring, ring, ring. No. That's... Be a telephone. (laughs) Static. (laughs) If we stay here, we're going to die. What should we do? They sound like that sometimes with the Holy Ghost. (laughs) That's not clear enough, Lord. Get clear. Oh, anyway. Can you hear me? (laughs) We get our answer. Stay and die. What does a good soldier do? Load up with the ammo, boys. Right here. Live or die. Right here. Now. We'll remind you of some instructions that we got right before all this from the commander-in-chief. I'm talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. See, the enemy, when, when in our warfare, the enemy has several things he can use trying to move you out of the war. The cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the lusts of other things are really some of his primary weapons. I have never seen the like in my own personal life in these last couple of weeks. The distractions that are major things. Some of them against my own body. See, and if that doesn't move you, he'll attack somebody that you really love, like my mother. And you can't just ignore that, of course. You've got to handle it, but you can't let it separate you from the war. Even while you've got to give a lot of attention to it, you can't let it separate you from the war. Sue and I, I haven't been getting home till pretty late at night every day this week. And I'm tired, and it's been a rough day for mom and me. (laughs) And still, every night, we make the confessions. Why? You're going to see, that's what he said do. He said, hold fast. I'll get to it in a minute. I am the Lord that healeth thee, says the Spirit of grace. This is right before, okay? Do not receive the report of the enemy. 
do not receive the report of the symptoms of your own body. Now, I told you already this during this time, since that came forward, I had all the symptoms of a heart attack twice in one night where everything feels funny, profuse sweating, can't get my breath, have to sit down, left arm goes numb. I understand, okay? Thank God the commander-in-chief had told me what to do. Receive not the report of your own body. That doesn't mean I didn't have to sit down. I did. And I said, just a moment. Give me a moment. I can't talk. Give me a moment. But all at the same time on the inside. Now, this is at my mother's house. Okay, along with the things going on there. All right. Got past that, drove home, and it hit me again. And Sue didn't understand for a moment what was going on. And I'm trying to, <laughs> and I'm sweating, and my left arm's the same thing again. Once Sue realized what was going on, the devil's in trouble then. She, she casting out devils, she rebuking sickness, she rebuked everything that lived since Genesis. <laughs> you get off of my husband, you leave this house. And sure enough, it left. Now what if I'd have received it? Then she's had symptoms in her own body more than once the same week. Now see, if he can't run you off with that, the cares of this world, what's the next one? If he can't run you off, he'll try and buy you off. Something will happen, oh, I need to give my attention to this. Uh, Ooh, shiny. (laughs) Ooh, shiny. You know, some, ooh, desirable, yes. I need to give my attention to that. Is that what a good soldier does? Lust of other things. Well, warfare gets tiresome. I need a vacation. <laughs> can you imagine a soldier? Can you imagine my dad in Germany going to his commander? I need a vacation, please. <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? No, you say it with me again. I was born for such a time as this. I have been trained for such a time as this. I will stand and I will continue to stand. I am the victor here. Satan, you're running off. Not me. I am here in victory. No matter what. Hallelujah. You're starting to sound like a soldier now, see. Starting to sound like a soldier. Hallelujah. I'm going to go ahead and finish reading this because it's just good for you. It's good for me too. Do not receive, do not even receive the report of the symptoms of your own body, says the Spirit of Grace. Hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Continue to stand in my word and continue to stand within the witness on the inside of you, that the words that I speak to you, I speak in comfort, now get here, that I have healed your body. When are you going to heal my body? I have healed your body. I'm sure hoping you heal me someday. I have healed your body. It doesn't feel like it. I have. Have healed your body. 
Not going to change. By his stripes, we're going to be healed. By his stripes, we were healed and we are healed. Receive these things and walk in the fullness of them, says the Lord, for you will live and not die. Somebody he's been saying that to, that you're dying. No, you're not. Stop it. (laughs) Sorry, I'm treating you like a soldier today. Stop it. Believe this. Say it. Say, I will live. You say it too. I will live and not die. That's what he said. Do not receive the report of the enemy that keeps telling you that you're going to die from this. You're not, they're not going to come in and find you dead. Or that you're going to make, to not make the end of your journey because your health is going to continue to debilitate. No, it is not. No, it's not. You're going to get better. You're going to rise up in the healing anointing of the Almighty God. Say it with me. I'm getting better by the minute. My health is getting better. I'm going to finish my course. And Satan, you can't do a thing about it. Straighten up, buddy. Yes, sir. I see, I see, when I see these things, I can't ignore them. I'm going to tell you again. I, I think what, I think, let me say it to you. I think many of you need a good fist fight. I've had my share of fist fights. And I mean, the kind, I'm not very big. Most, you know, I look big on, I like, I like this because it makes me look big. <laughs> I'm not, I'm 5'5", five five, okay? I'm 5 I'm getting shorter, actually. <laughs> I used to be 5'8", I'm 5'5 five five now. But anyway, when I, I've been in a lot of fights, most of them, people bigger than me. And I didn't win all those fights. But I'll tell you one thing, I was raised by a soldier, and I didn't run from one of them. But I know what it is to be hit in your mouth more than once in a single fight. Where your teeth get loose, you can feel them moving in your gums, you can taste your own blood as you swallow it. Some of you need a good need a good fist fight just once because it. Many people are giving up, and you haven't had the first hit yet. You haven't even been hit in the mouth. I like who was that? Uh, Iron Mike Tyson. People said I got a plan to beat Mike Tyson. Mike says everybody has a plan till I hit him in the mouth. <laughs> Well, most Christians are giving up and they haven't even been hit in the mouth yet. Toughen up. <laughs> he says right here, your health is not going to continue to debilitate. Now stop it. If that's the way your mind has been, stop it. You're going to get healthier. If you're using a cane, you're not going to need it much longer. If you're using a walker, you're not going to need it much longer. I've, I've watched our brother over here I know him really well. I've seen that man go from a bed to a wheelchair to a walker to a cane. And now I've seen him walk in several times without the cane. He said he is becoming caneless. <laughs> You're going to walk up here straight as a string one of these days. Both arms working the same because his health is not going to debilitate. What did the Lord say? What did, what did He just tell you? <laughs> You're going to get better, Alan. I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. 
Amen. Receive this. Now, all of these are available probably at both websites, Dave's and Bronx, but I know they're available at Bronx. They've got them there in PDF, and they've got them in there in MP3. Just real easy. to. Pr- I printed two of them in, in a minute before I left the house. So it's just real easy. I say unto you, as I say unto all those who believe my word, stand upon my promises. When you've done all to stand, stand. Continue to walk in my promises, but know this. That I declare unto you by my spirit, says the Lord, that you are healed, present tense. That's called believing. I have same with me. Stand up straight, you healed rascal. Thank you, Lord. Now listen, all other symptoms are a lie. Someone asked me this week, what do I do about that pain that's shooting through my body? It's a lie. What did the God man say? <laughs> what did the Holy Ghost say? Let's say it that way. Let me read it. All other symptoms are a lie against the truth concerning your body, says the Spirit of the Lord. All right. Now see, when he said that, at the time, I wasn't suffering nothing. I had no idea that within a week I'd have to rely on that to save my life. It's good to hear and obey. It's good to be a good soldier. Now, perhaps you all haven't heard this. Maybe this is news to somebody. But it's too late. (laughs) Just a moment. i got to worship. i got to worship. It's too late. It's far too late, says the Lord. For this thing to be stopped. Now he's talking about revival here. The Lord was very careful how he worded this. He's not talking about elections. He's talking about revival. Okay. Now I'm not going to speak against anything. I'm going to get to that one in a minute. But I'm telling you right now. It's too late devil. It's far too late. For this thing to be stopped. It has been declared. He's talking about revival now. It has been declared in heaven, and it has been released. The dam, D-A-M, we're in church, the dam of my glory (laughs) has already burst, says the Spirit of the Lord. Can you see a dam bursting? No water rushing? It's past the point. How do you stop that when the dam bursts? How do you stop it? Can you picture the Hoover Dam, that big massive thing, and it burst? How are you going to stop that? Nobody can stop it. And the devil sure can. And that's what's happened. That's, that's why he's using that analogy. There's nothing going to stop that. Mm. It's past the point of any adversary stopping this outpouring, says the Spirit of the Lord. So, I, was, I was born for such a time as this. Say it with me. I was born for such a time as this. I have been trained for such a time as this. I am part of the outpouring. It's not an accident that I'm alive right now. I'm a part of the greatest outpouring since the book of Acts. And beyond the book of Acts, that was the former reign. But we're going to have the former and the latter reign. And the glory of the latter house 
shall exceed the glory of the first house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The army hosts of heaven. You do know that's angels. Have already been briefed. You know what that means? They came in, they got their instructions. They've already been briefed in the spirit. And assignments have already gone out. Says the spirit of the Lord. Of the winds and the wares of how these things will fall over my nation. And over this nation, says the Spirit of Grace. For the adversaries in the church or out of the church to stop this thing, it's far too late, says the Spirit of the Lord. Say it with me. This revival has already been released. It cannot be stopped. It will change this nation. It will change this world. The greatest harvest in the history of time is happening right away. And I was born for such a time as this. I have been trained for such a time as this. I am a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, it's not his mind that I read the rest of that. That's enough. The next one in the sequence was the war of revival. You Right now I'm seeing Daniel. You've got to remember that the angel was released the first day that Daniel set himself to fast and pray. The very day. He said, your words, your words, his prayer was heard the first day. So that angel was released just like what we just read. That angel was released to answer that prayer the very first day. Daniel can't see that. Daniel's on planet earth. He doesn't know that the prayer's been answered. He can't see nothing. He can't feel nothing. Ain't no angel. Ain't no... I'd love, I'd love for the ceiling to open up and the liquid glory to shine in and feel the brush of an angel's wing and hear Gabriel's trumpet. But I haven't yet. If I go by what I see... What would happen if Daniel went by what he saw? What if he quit? What if he gave up? What if he turned coward? What if he wasn't a good soldier? He'd have been defeated. Good preaching. (laughs) He would have. He had to continue when there was nothing in the natural that looked like God was even hearing him. I mean, it looked like defeat on all sides. He's, He's a prisoner in a foreign land. He's been there most of his life. Did you know Daniel... Never did get to go back to Jerusalem. Did you know he died there? But the boy, God not only answered his prayer about what was going to happen short term. When God answered, you talk about exceeding abundantly beyond all you could ask or think. God showed Daniel the answer all the way to the end. Whew. But you got to understand that prayer was answered. The same thing as we just saw here. The assignment was given to the angel to come and answer that prayer. He was dispatched. The dam had burst. The angel had been sent. But there was warfare in the heavenlies. He said the prince of Persia. Now see, that's that wording is not by accident. The principality over Persia withstood the answer. Let me say it this way. The warfare in the heavenlies was trying to hold back Daniel's revival. Can I say it that way? 
the answer he was after. He said, no, you're not going to, you're not going to give that. You're not going to do it. I'm going to stop you. There's not going to be a revival. There's not going to be an answer to Daniel. No. But Daniel doesn't know that that warfare is even going on. All Daniel knows, I ain't leaving until I get my answer. I know what God said. I know uh, I'm going to fast. I'm, now he did a Daniel fast. Y'all get off of me. Daniel fasts are scriptural. Anyway, <laughs> he fasted and he prayed. Okay? 21 days. Didn't look like nothing. You got, you got Christians just right now, they're all depressed and giving up and mealy mouthed and disobeying what the Lord said and they're letting their words, they're talking defeat and they're talking bad. On Facebook, I'm not on Facebook, but I just know it in the Spirit. I just know what's happening. And amongst themselves, and we're going to get to the instructions He gave us. Now, Sue and I have been really, really careful not to do that, and we've wanted to do it too. Your emotions look for an outlet. My emotions are not happy in the natural. I'm Like Daniel, it looks like no prayers have been answered. It doesn't look like anything's happening. Can't tell that God heard or nothing. But that angel was on the way. Now, do you know that the prince of Persia, what that is today is Iran. Do you understand that? That principality is still there. And the principalities, there's, there's a warfare in the heavenlies over the USA right now. Principality trying to take control. That's never had control here. Do not help him with your mouth. Stop it. You say what God said and shut up after that. And I don't care if your emotions want to cry. Go cry by yourself. We only want soldiers here. You're only going to survive here if you're a soldier. Okay, this is, I'm going to read a portion of this. This one is the next one called the War of Revival. Came through Pastor Braun. For these things I say unto my church... For those who press in and those who understand the enduring process. Most people don't. Most people endure until they don't want to endure. Most people endure until it gets hard. See, I was raised by a soldier. I was taught things like this. When it's too tough for everybody else, son, it's just right for you. You hear that? You know what most of them here today? If it gets tough, quit. If it's hard, give up. If they look stronger than you, surrender. Do what's in your best interest. My dad taught me. When it's too hard for everybody else, son. It's just right for you. Well, that stood me pretty good my whole life. Doesn't mean it's fun while you're standing. Doesn't mean that I I don't get tired. I do get tired. But it does mean you don't quit. And when you get, again, if you're going to be a good, there's no such thing as a good soldier that does not follow orders. When you get your instructions from commander, you salute smartly and you charge the hill. But it looks like certain death. You salute smartly and you charge the hill. I'm being really careful to follow his pictures and not mine. (laughs) You have to watch your own thoughts. 
It's easy to talk doubt. My friend, he did me a great service. He says, oh, I get, a, I get, the enemy puts doubts in my mind all the time. I said, he does? Yeah, and they, they get tired though. Your doubts get tired? Well, they're always running around my mind trying to find my tongue. But if I don't give them my tongue, they die unborn. That's good preaching, my brother. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's good preaching right there. Sure, doubts come. Don't give them, don't let your tongue, don't let them find your tongue. Do not speak them out of your mouth. None of those doubts are authorized. What? Yeah, the devil tries to hit you in the mouth. That's good. That's my wife right there. That's Sue Carpenter. That is my lovely bride. See, that's what the devil's trying to be Iron Mike Tyson, trying to smash you in the mouth. And get you saying what he wants you to say. Don't do it. Yeah, but my teeth are loose. (laughs) Don't do it anyway. Don't give him your tongue. That was good preaching too. Hallelujah. Let me read this one paragraph and then we're going to go on. I think. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to start again with this one. Again, I'm reading the War of Revival. It came through Pastor Braun. For these things I say unto my church, for those who press in and those who understand the enduring process and who understand these things that are coming upon the face of the earth. For even as I promised my revival, also understand this, that there is a great war set in front of the church in the days ahead, says the Spirit of Grace. A great war. This war will be fought, you ready, with great victory in the face of miracles and things that have not been seen since the first church, says the Spirit of Grace. Say it with me. I was born for such a time as this. I have been trained for such a time as this. No one man will lead this. But it will be led by a marching army. But also I warn you in the spirit that as this war is fought and will be won on many fronts. And as I have said this night that it has been released. It has been declared. It has been granted for this time and season. Revival is among you. Also understand that your enemy, though limited in knowledge, understands that something is coming. And the revival that will produce the harvest will also change the nation. Did you hear that? The nation does not produce revival. Revival changes the nation. Do you understand that warfare? That's two different wars there. Revival changes the nation. Now, I don't care what it looks like. Revival is coming. Revival has been released. We are part of this revival. It is going to be miracle seen like not seen since the first church. And you were born for such a time as this. You have been trained for such a time as this. Amen? Amen? All right. One more. No, maybe two more. Yes, sir. <laughs> he keeps saying the same. Th- I'll tell you in a minute what I, why I keep saying yes, sir. Now, this one came through me on November 1st. You think the Lord knew what was going to happen on November 3rd? So this came November 1st. He knew, but we didn't know. 
This came during calling in the lost. It's very short. I have written now, remember, a good soldier obeys the orders that come from headquarters. Isn't that right? Now, he said, the title of this one is Speak Not Contrary. He says, I have raised you up. I have raised you up for such a time as this, says the Lord. Stand fast, my children. Stand fast, my warriors. Stand fast, my army. Allow me to set a watch upon your lips. November 1st, knowing what's coming after November 3rd, he said, now, and I need to tell you this, that night, he had us do all three of our confession things. We did confession over the elections. We did our normal calling in the lost confessions. And then we did all the confessions over Pastor Dave. So in that context, where we just got through speaking, all of those, he says, speak not contrary. Not concerning your own body. Not concerning your own house. Not concerning this church. Not concerning the elections. Not concerning the revival. Say what I say, says your Lord. And I am well pleased with you. Well, I'm telling you right now. A lot of people have spoke contrary. This is a good time to repent. Just a real good time to repent. Yeah, okay, there it is. One last one. Now this one came, this is the prophecy that came through Pastor Bronk after November 3rd. Okay? But I believe it's from the same headquarters. I believe this is instructions to the army. This is instruction to good soldiers. The title is, Do Not Concede. This is not a time to concede. This is not a time to concede, says the Lord. Neither, neither is it a time to give up. Now listen. Now this was November 8th. This is days after the election. This is not a time to give up or change your confession. Neither, neither is it a time. How is it? Neither, neither. Both. I don't care. Okay. How about don't? Don't change. Okay. Neither is it a time to take your eyes off the prize. Now, he's going to define the prize, says the Lord. Yeah, the prize is the election. No, it's not. No, it's not. Need I remind you? But I will remind you again. My prize distinctly is the harvest of the souls of the earth, says the Lord. Now, that's what it is. Okay, that's the reason for the outpouring. That's the reason for the revival. That's the reason for changing the nation. Say it again. My prize distinctly is this. The harvest of the souls of the earth, says the Lord. Need I remind you? But I will remind you again. That I birthed the heart of Christianity in the midst of tyranny, says the Spirit of Grace. Remember Roman occupation. Remember? I launched it in a generation in which there was no freedom by the government, nor freedom by the church for those who were being born into the kingdom. And I chose such a time as that, that no generation that would ever come 
could look back and say, quote, but the church was birthed without persecution. The church was birthed and went forth in the midst of a great freedom that was given to them by man. No, it was not. Oh, I'm sorry, he didn't say that. (laughs) But as your prototype walked in the midst of persecution and won the battle spiritually, I say to you even today that your authority does not come from getting your eyes off the prize. Your authority comes by setting your continual attention upon one. That is, your high priest which is in heaven. And above all things, he seeks for the harvest of the earth. The revival, as I have said, dictates. See, this is, I'm reading the fullness of this one. This is the most recent instruction that I've heard from headquarters. I've heard it through Bronk. Okay, but this is the most recent one. If there's another one, I haven't heard it yet. So we're going to hear this one. The revival, as I have said, dictates the change of the nation. It is not an election nor anything in the natural. The natural does not predicate or put it into effect. Where many in my church are missing it is that they are not warring out of the Spirit. And they have changed the words of their mouth. Continue to war out of the Spirit and continue to stay focused upon me, says the Spirit of the Lord. And the, <clears throat> says the Spirit of the Lord and the harvest. But in natural things, I would say to you, war. Continue to speak the end result. Do not concede what my very best is for this nation. Now listen, and lift up your president. Now, you do know Donald J. Trump is currently the president of the United States. He's still president. There's no doubt who he's talking about here. Okay? So lift up your president that he does not concede before his time. Father, we lift up President Donald J. Trump that he does not concede unless you tell him to. He will not concede. You said to pray it, we're praying it, Lord. Hallelujah. That, and, so lift up, okay, I'm sorry. Lift up your president that he does not concede before his time, that his arms are lifted up. Continue to be Aaron's and hers in the spirit to lift him up. But you do yourself an injustice of authority when you turn and put all of your heart wrenching into the idea that freedom will come by whoever stands in office. Now, even as he tells us to pray for President Trump and lift up his arms, our Savior is Jesus, not Donald J. Trump. And I don't care. What he's saying is, see, well, he mentions the Hebrew children. I was going to do it, but I'll let him do it. (laughs) Because it's the next flow of thought. Continue to say inside of you, As the three Hebrew sons of faith listed in my word. He's talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They said, even if God, he, even if he does not deliver me from the fiery furnace, be it known unto you, O King Nebuchadnezzar, or whatever principality is in rule at the time, we will not bow. Say it with me. We will not bow. 
We bow to one. And his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Him only do we bow. Glory to God. Sue and I were reading that again. And really that statement can be read. You know, there's two ways you can read it. Because they said to, they said to Nebuchadnezzar, listen, our God is able to deliver us. He's able to deliver us. They actually said he will deliver us. Then the way it's worded, you can take it two ways, the next verse. Because it said, but if not. Now you can take that to mean if he does not deliver us. Or you can take it to mean, but if you decide not to put us in the furnace. What they're saying is, either way, I don't care what, we will not bow. So I don't care. I don't care what happens. My eyes are not on the election. Your eyes are not on the election. Although he tells us plainly to lift up our president's arms. Okay? Yes, sir. See, he's did it again. Yes, sir. I'll tell you what those are in just a minute. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Should I finish this? <laughs> okay. All right. You do yourself an injustice of authority when you turn and put all of your heart wrenching into the idea that the freedom will come by whoever stands in office. Continue to say inside of you as the three Hebrew sons of faith listed in my word, even if he does not deliver me from the fiery furnace, be it known unto you, O King Nebuchadnezzar, we will not bow. Your authority does not come by taking your eyes off the prize, but continue to make first my harvest, my authority, knowing that I can change all things, even to this present hour, out of that authority. Stay in that place where all authority comes, says the Spirit of the Lord. This thing is not over, both in the Spirit and in the natural, says the Spirit of the Lord. Say it with me. This thing is not over. Not in the Spirit, not in the natural, says the Spirit of the Lord. Now, I'm not a prophet. He's never called me a prophet. I'm a teacher. I, uh, you know, there are prophets. I don't deny there's prophets. And, but he hasn't shown me. I just, you know, so I'm not going to say anything beyond what I know. But I do know what he said. So I'm backing up to this one. Speak not contrary, not concerning your own body. Not concerning your own house, not concerning this church, dear Lord, the words that have been spoken about this church. But anyway, and not concerning the elections. You hear that part? Don't change. Speak. He says, speak not contrary. And we had just done the confessions over the elections. And don't speak contrary concerning the revival. Now, the reason I kept saying yes, sir, a while ago, he had me bring this and I didn't want to do it. Why? Well, I like to be liked. Don't you? But I, I mainly want to be a good soldier. Because he commanded me. Anyway, every time he kept reminding Yes, sir. <laughs> See? And he says, I can't, I can't leave this part out. We are going to, I'm going to lead you in again in the special confessions. Now, these were altered after the election. They are not partisan one way or the other. You can use this in the next four-year election, the eight years after that or this is this is scriptural. It's not picking one party or the other party. That's what I'm saying. But he told me, 
uh, uh, every time I'd say yes, sir, he said, don't forget to lead those confessions. Okay? Don't forget to lead those. And there's people, and this is the part I've got to say, if this bothers you, that's how much you've been damaged from your worship, from your soldiership. If this bothers you at this point, see, because there's been a steady bombardment through the media telling you it's over. Steady bombardment. I warn you against that. There is more demonic activity in this nation right now than maybe any time in history. The Salem witch trials had nothing compared to what's going on right now. Trying to turn this country that was founded on a covenant with God, trying to move this country off of that covenant into a covenant with a lesser God, a principality. Okay? Now that's really the warfare that's going on. And God says, don't change your words from the confessions regarding the election. Many people have been changing their words. And it's going to grate against them when I ask you to speak this. And the more it grates against you, repent, you rascal. Disobedient soldier. Getting your getting your words in line when God says don't change it. I'm not the smartest guy in the in the world. I'm not. How's that? I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. But I can understand when he says don't change. That means don't change. When he says say the same thing, that means say the same thing. So these are the special confessions for the election. They're not. They're not partisan. Say, Father, I present myself to you as one who is willing to make up the hedge and stand in the gap before you on behalf of this election. I come against a spirit of confusion that would want to impact the way the votes are counted. I declare the spirit of confusion bound in Jesus' name. According to the power and authority given to me by God, in the name of Jesus, I speak to you, spirit of confusion, and I command that you silence your tongue and cease your actions. You will not have an impact on this election. I come against every principality, every power, every ruler of darkness, all spiritual wickedness that would present a stronghold against the man that God knows should be elected. I speak to you and command you, all of you principalities and powers, be cast out now in Jesus' name. Jesus has given to me the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Satan, you and all your devils are bound concerning this nation and this election. None of your plans for interfering 
With this election will succeed. I call the Father's will to be accomplished. Jesus has completely and totally defeated you. And all of your principalities, powers, and devils. He made an open show of, over you. And triumphed over you for all eternity. He has given to me that same victory. I call you and everything about you. And your devils. Completely, totally, and thoroughly defeated. In this election. Satan, you and your devils have lost. The victory of Christ is known in this election. You cannot think straight. To carry out your plans. You speak against other devils. Your house is divided. It cannot stand. It has come to an end. You are thoroughly and utterly defeated. You walk in blindness. And division has filled your camp. Lord, make your words in our mouth like fire. And may the plans of the enemy be as wood. Consumed and devoured by that fire. <laughs> Set ambushments against all those who are trying to interfere with and alter the outcome of this election. May confusion fill their camps as it did in the camps of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. May they devastate each other. May their plans against, excuse me, may their plans and agendas collapse at their feet. Just as you revealed to Elijah the plans of the Syrian army, expose the plans of the ungodly who are trying to corrupt this election. Father, as heirs of salvation, we ask that angels be dispatched to assist these things to be done. Angels, go to your assignments as the Father directs. Enforce the victories we have spoken this day. And drive back the forces of evil. Father, we offer up prayer in the Spirit. And we ask that the Holy Spirit pray through us. Your perfect will. Concerning the outcome you desire for this election. Now let's give him ten minutes of that prayer. Shandali, lift your voice. This is a Pentecostal church. This is a charismatic church. Let your voice be heard in the realm of the Spirit. There's a time to pray and a time to intercede. He said to pray. Let's pray. 
Sondele maquandele breco marande ricai caiandotele breco marando. Shandele mekei andara labrato badea. Frandara makai caiandara mekei caiandotele breco marande riste. Froda makai andara labratorori. Join in with us wherever you are around the world. Join in this. Revival is coming to your country. Revival is coming to your home. Shandai, revival is coming to your family. Pray and intercede. Let the Holy Ghost make intercession. Don't worry, I set the timer. Someone's getting filled with the Holy Ghost right now. Let those tongues come flowing out of your mouth. Someone is getting filled right now in Jesus' name. Someone is receiving a healing also in your body right now in the name of Jesus. Frada, you're a warrior in the army of God. War in the spirit. War in the spirit. We will not surrender. We will not give up. We will not change. We're here to die if need be. Someone just got free of drugs. Now, just now, somebody got free. Don't ever touch them again. The Lord set you free. Now, stay free. Pray like your life depended on it. Pray. The time for silence is over. The time for being timid is over. The time for being polite is over. We're at war. This is your week. Freedom! Freedom in Jesus' name! Freedom in Jesus' name! Kundela your mouth is your weapon. Your tongue is your weapon. Sondela Friend, 
Shandala mikai kayondota lebreko minda rabratorori ondata lafa frondere mikai kayondata lebreko barare andora lekoi frondela makori ondata rabratorori ande shandala mikai yaranandara frondero bratorori kayondata lebreko merinda rikoi kayondota lebreko marandoro ste kayondara labrato mor shandala mikai kayondoro labrato mari frondera mikai kayondoro Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We win. Satan, you're defeated. Somebody's going, oh, it's already been a long time. It's not even been five minutes. Toughen up. Toughen up, buttercup. Come on. I'm your drill instructor. Drop and give me five more. Drop and give me five more minutes. I'm tired. Toughen up. When it's too tough for everybody else, it's just right for you. You've been trained for this. You were born for this. You're putting devils on the run now. Make them afraid of you for once. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. It starts with the tongues. Kandara lebreko marando. Frandara mike kayando to lebreko marando. Oh, it's going to get more strange than this. We're just starting. Froriando to lebreko. I like order in my church. Well, go find one. We want fire in this one. Frandara mike kayando to le. Frandi, you also find out why you don't pray this loud for two hours. Kandara mike. Like Dave said, it's the syllables that really matter. He's firing you up today. Firing you up. It's okay to sing once in a while. If it moves, I feel it singing right now. I will sing with the Spirit. Hai andoro le kwai kai andoro ma frandoro me kai andara la frondere mi kai kai andori andete le bre komara andere kai kai andere 
Frandora mi que cayandora lebre comariande de de. Frandela me que cayandora lebre comar. Shondela me que cayandara la brateri. Frandera mi que cayandara la braturore. Frandera mi que cayandara la braturore ande. Frandera mi que cayandar. Frandera mi que andoro lo cayandori ande. Oh, shandoro bre comarande de que cayandoro loco. Frandela mi que andoro lore andere de que cayande. Frandela mi que cayandoro lebre comarandoro que ande. Frandera mi que andara la bratorori ande. Frandera mi que andoro ro. Hondere de que andere de ande. Hore andoro lide andoro la cayandare. Frandera mi cayandoro. Hore andare andere de que cayandoro. Hay andere lide cayande. Frandela me que cayandore de que cayandoro lide. Hay andore andere de cayandare de. Hore andere coyande. Hoy andera cayandere de, hay andara li cae qui andora lero ma, hoy andere de re andara labre andara de quae, frandere li che andora de quae cayandare ato, shandere me co cayandere li quae cayando, hay andara li quae cayandore andata de cae, frandere mi cae cayandore ando talebreco, Shandere mi kai kayandora li kwai kayande. Hayandora li kwai kayandori andata lebre komai. Shoyandara li kai kayandori andaloku. Hallelujah. All right, that's been ten minutes. That's been ten minutes. If that seemed long, shame on you. If it seemed long, shame on you. All that tells us is you've not been doing your due diligence. With the instructions the Lord has given us. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Keep that, keep that going. If you have never received Jesus as your Savior. The time is short. Things are going to accelerate from here to the end. I'm not a prophet. I don't know how much time, but I do know the time is short. There is no more time for playing around. If you have never given your life to Jesus, God so loved the world, He so loved you, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever, and that includes you, would believe in Him, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's all pray this. Listen, if you want, listen, you can be saved today and know it. You don't have to perish with the world. He will receive you, He will forgive you. He's already paid the price for your sin. So let's all pray this together. Say, Lord Jesus, I know that you've been raised from the dead. I know that you died in the place for my sins. Lord, forgive me, please. Wash all my sins away by by your blood. Come into me, Jesus. Birth me again with your own spirit. Cause me to come to that place where your Father is my Father. 
I receive you, Jesus. And Lord, with all that I know how, from this day forward, I will obey you. Whatever you say to me, that's what I'm going to do. You are my Lord and Savior forever. And I thank you that I'm now a child of God. Now listen, if, you're, if you've prayed that many years ago and you're a backslider, and you know you're, I was one of those, you're a backslider, and you know you're backslidden, and you, the devil's been telling you it's too late for you. No, it's not. No, it's not. Your sin is not bigger than his blood. Even in the Old Testament, God said to Israel, just return to me, O backsliding Israel. Just don't lie about it. Confess what you did and forsake it. And he says, I will abundantly pardon. Well, if he said that under the Old Covenant, how much more? If we confess our sin, he will not only forgive us, he will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Listen, backslider. I wondered, too, if he'd take me back. He did. Can you tell? Can you tell? And I told him, I said, if you'll take me back, you'll never have to come looking for me again. That's what he's looking for for you today. But now repentance. You gotta, the prodigal son couldn't bring the pigs home with him. You've got to leave the pigs. You've got to leave the world. Okay? But if you, want, if you want that, let's pray this for the backslider. Say, Father, I am so sorry. I'm like that prodigal son. That left your house. And I've been sleeping with the world. I am so sorry. Forgive me, Lord. I am so sorry. Wash it all away. I want to come home, Father. Father, if you'll take me back, you'll never have to come looking for me again. Receive me now, Father. I repent of my sin. And I'm living with you from here on out. Yes, Lord. Listen, there's some that you've never received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're like me and was actually taught against it from the pulpit. God forbid. But see, that Peter, on the day of Pentecost, the same day that the Spirit was poured out... He told the people then, what you've just seen, this outpouring of the Holy Spirit, it is for you and for your children and for all that are afar off. That's us. It's God's purpose, promise, and plan for you to have the baptism in the Holy Spirit and speak with other tongues. Now, if you want that, you can, you can receive it any time. But let me, let, let, you could receive right now. Let us pray for them, those that want to receive. Now, you, you do need to be born again, okay? <laughs> Hopefully you prayed that prayer. But now say, Father, Peter said that the baptism in the Holy Ghost was for every generation, even to those afar off, which includes me. Father, I'm asking you now, fill me with your Holy Spirit. I receive your Holy Spirit now. And I expect to speak with other tongues. As the Spirit gives the utterance. I'm going to open my mouth right now. And let those syllables come out of me. Even though I don't understand them. I know it's you making them. It won't sound like mine. It will sound different. 
Kondelebriku Maranderiku Ay Kayandotelebreku Frandaramika Kayandorola Receive Just let them come out It won't make sense It's not supposed to To your natural mind It's God praying for you Sandalebriku Marande Frode Maratoroku Kiandaralebreku Mar Frondaramika Kayandotelebreku Shore Malatorokuri Andatelebriku Maranderika Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, there's one last word and then we're going to close. Listen, church. We've been, uh, this has been the year of complete the purging process. And he's still showing me things. He's still, things are bubbling up that I, I've lived with for so long. They're just part of Gary that I don't recognize them as not being something good. But he's still bubbling up. I'm telling you right now, the key word for the rest of this year is repentance. Whatever he's showing you, you get before God and you say, okay, this has got to go too. This has got to go too. It's not necessarily sin. It might be a weight. A friend of mine this week sent me a, you know, they're starting to release the new shows on television, you know, now. And so a friend of mine emailed me from another state and says, or texted me. He says, I tried watching one of those. I've been watching that program for 10 years. I tried watching one of them. Now that he's been, but he's been doing the year of purging. And he's going, what a waste of time. I want all those years back. I want all those hours that I watched that all those years back. Well, I don't know that you can get them back. Bless God, we don't have to give, the, give them any more. I've hardly watched a football. I don't know that. I may have watched one. I don't think I've even watched one football game all the way through this year. I tried. I could. It's just he didn't try. I tried, and it's just it's not the same at all. It's just not the same. I'm not interested in the shows that we used to watch anymore. I'm not interested in hardly at all. Listen, opening blind eyes is a lot more entertaining. Getting little kids out of wheelchairs. How, how many wants to drive with me to Memphis to St. Jude's? Get every one of them little bald-headed kids out of there. You talk about entertainment. <laughs> then we're all going to go to New York. We're going to track down Tommy Perez. Actually, I know where he is. <laughs> then we're going to go to his mother. And she's going to get healed also. Thank you, Lord. And Victoria will stand here in this pulpit and give her testimony with a full brain. Of course she will. Of course she will. Well, I hope you've had church today. I sure have. I'm looking forward to what's coming. I pray it gets stranger than this. (laughs) I'd rather have a little wildfire than no fire. Hallelujah.